Never mind who will watch the watchers, who will teach the teachers. That's good. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. That was good. I like it. It's actually a little misleading. Uh, well, just a little, uh, because we Did it talk... keep people to stay tuned through the da-da-da-da-da part? Yes. I don't know. We don't have the data on that yet. Can you hear me? <laughs> are, are you still listening? So, uh, yeah, we could talk for hours about teacher training and teacher colleges and programs in America and how ugly and screwed up and Marxist they are right now. I mean, and we will, actually. I'm, I'm corresponding with... Uh, a source, a close, a, a source close to a source, a close, um, about some of the uh, indoctrination teachers are having rammed down their throats right now, and it's really troubling stuff. But this is the other side of the coin. I'll keep this gal anonymous and keep the area vague, um, partly because I don't want to blow this person's cover. This is an email. I need to brag about our amazing first grade teacher. And how patriotic, interactive, and educational she's made distance learning. We live in a very liberal area. My daughter's first grade public school teacher has them recite the Pledge of Allegiance and the Star-Spangled Banner every morning before class. She has a binder full of patriotic songs, uh, and they list several. Um, In addition to their morning routine, she's sent home a large packet of worksheets, including American symbols and the American spirit, with lots of coloring pages of various American landmarks. My favorite lesson that she just established, and here's where it gets really interesting. This is for first graders now. My favorite lesson she's just established is her own economic system in the classroom, with an emphasis on encouraging entrepreneurship. Every student has their own bank account with a starting balance of $500, school dollars, whatever. By completing household instead of classroom chores, they can earn more money, and the parents must provide an invoice form for services rendered and to prove that their children were paid every week. They will earn money for being on time, viewing video lessons, but they will also have monthly bills to pay. Some examples of their bills would be renting out a desk, paying for utilities. That's awesome. Paying for supplies for their schoolwork. This is all imaginary dollars, obviously. I think everybody's trying to. No, that's awesome. No, the teacher's getting rich off this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What a scam. She just, uh, 2%. She gets 2% of every interaction. She's like the government. She'll break your finger if you don't pay on time, but what do you do? You You (laughs) ought to pay on time. If they would like to start a business, they must pay $50 for a business license and can create and sell items to their classmates, which they can pay for through their online bank accounts. All items being sold must be approved by the teacher government first. Can my business be making fake invoices to get my classmates out of their household chores? (laughs) Wow. Students will then make a sample product and create a commercial for their classmates to view. The markets will be open about four to six weeks for children to sell their goods to one another. Distance learning can be creative and fun. This will be a wonderful way for them to remember their first grade year. That's astonishing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's unbelievable. And, you know, first graders, I got to believe, will, I'll bet they could absorb it. if she. She's obviously a gifted teacher. Um What's Part the, of me wonders whether it's a bit of a stretch for them to comprehend it, but why isn't every fifth grader in America doing an, a, a, a semester-long exercise like that so they understand markets? And even if they don't fully comprehend what they're doing, I think you're establishing patterns of of relevant behavior. Well, right, even if you don't understand why you shouldn't stick your tongue in an outlet, 
which you actually used to be able to do when we were kids, more or less. That sounds exciting. Oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> really, a boring afternoon at home, you just... Nah! Um, anyway, but yeah, they'll, they'll, on, they will just even subconsciously understand I am trading a good for a good. Well, right, there are right. several concepts that you would learn through that at the age of six that 23-year-olds don't know. Yes. Some 53-year-olds don't know, which is why they're saying ridiculous stuff or listening to, for instance, Jerry Brown, the ancient, dishonest Marxist governor of California, who talked about, uh, you've disproportionately extracted from the public wealth because they think there's a fixed amount of wealth and everybody gets some. Those then it's who not, have been blessed the most, who have disproportionately extracted by whatever skill more and more from the national wealth, they're going to have to share more of that. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's uh, who you know. I, I, I wish we could do a real revamping revamping of schooling. And I don't even mean like, you know, the, the, the stuff we've been talking about, the critical race theory or politics or whatever. Just like just in general, just the stuff even that I learned in school. I'd like to take a look at all of it and say... Is this the most? Is this more important than this? How about we add this in and get rid of that? Yeah. Like my son's currently working on state capitals. How much time should he spend on state capitals versus learning something like that you were just talking about, I spent, which doesn't occur? I spent close to zero minutes about quote unquote finances. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I in high school, I had one semester of economics. Great teacher, one of my favorite teachers that I had. And even then, like we touched on finances, there's just so much to cover in in one semester. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had to get supply and demand sure. out of the way, but there there yeah, wasn't enough focus be, on just personal the, finances. Should be half of your education. Yeah, yeah no uh, kidding. And 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 if you had to figure out that Montgomery is the capital of uh, Alabama at some point in your life, I'm sure you could work that I'm out. Sure, you could. <laughs> I want you to go lobby the government of Alabama to make it easier to export textiles. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I, where, where's the capital? I said nobody ever. Right. <laughs> Come on. Here's a question for you. If you were to ask every high school senior in America, what is money? How many of them could give you a coherent answer? I don't even know if I could. <laughs> well, so if you do like the fifth grade version of that, they get they get a certain amount of money every month, I like, and then but you only so you earned five hundred, but you only get three hundred of it, and the other two hundred goes to pay for various things. Yeah. You shouldn't find out in your first real job when you look at your paycheck. Wait a second, I make a thousand dollars a month. Why does this say six hundred and fifty? That shouldn't occur to you in your first job, right. whatever age you are. Right. You should be well versed in that long before then. But we don't teach that. How comfortable are you that the teacher charges fifty dollars for a business license? <laughs> Again, this teacher's I mean, getting rich. That is, that is it's reality. It's but. reality. It's absolutely reality. Uh, it's a little sucky. What's the vig if you don't pay on time? Man, a six-year-old's fingers snap like spaghetti. Oh, Steve, Jesus. you got to make them pay. That's the worst thing you've ever said. Oh. Can't let them slide. Oh, better edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> Barbaric. You're like yeah. Sylvester Stallone in the first Rocky, going around breaking thumbs. Oh, jeez, I'd forgotten that. That's right. That was his paying gig. And he didn't like doing it because he was a nice guy. Right, right. First episode of The Sopranos. What did Tony do? Did he, like, trap a guy between a wall and a car? He or drove that guy down on the on the college campus or someplace in his yeah. car. Right. <laughs> he wasn't paying he up. busted his knees. Ooh, that Brutality. was Brutality. 
Why you go down to your local savings and loan or credit bureau and fill out the forms. Degenerate effing gamblers. Seriously, I, I as a guy with kids in grade school, I have I have thoughts every day about what is being taught. And I like my my son's current school. We changed schools, which I'm not going to talk about, but we changed schools and I like his current school and we got away from some of the crazy curriculum. But still even the stuff I learned I, I, a chunk of it, I'm not sure it was better than other things you could learn. The Germans probably have an incredibly long word for this, but don't we need a, a principle, a like a more a tradition of at some point, everything ought to be torn down to the studs and rebuilt. Yeah, absolutely. It, it has to do with you know uh, what are the what do they call it? Institutional inertia. That why are we doing this? Why are we teaching this? Why are well? That's what we've always done. I hate that excuse. It's kind of like when uh, was it Jack Welch with GE or does it go back to Lee Iacocca? Oh, Whichever yeah, yeah. one of those was uh, fire the bottom ten percent every year. Every year. Every year, Great fire the, the the least productive ten percent. And Netflix had a similar sort of thing when they first got big. They had a similar sort of thing. The people at the bottom, whatever of evaluations, were gone. I don't know if you can do that in a modern America. It's so hard to fire people, but that's a great idea. Yep. Why wouldn't we reevaluate at least every 10 years? I don't know if it's been reevaluated in the last 100 years, what we teach kids in grade school. Every five years, what do you, what, you get together with parents, not teachers, not teachers' unions. No. What, what would be good things to teach? What do, <clears throat> what do kids need to know? Let's or get rid of this, add that. A cross-section of the community. Uh, let's have uh, you know a teacher too, sure. Let's have some parents. Let's have some business owners. Let's have a cop. Let's have uh, the doctors from local hospital. A cross section of people get together with open minds and hearts and, and trade ideas and come up with something. I guarantee you it would be better than just layering on the latest hot trendy thing among teachers college circles and shoving something out the bottom just because it's not trendy or whatever. I've had, I would love to see that. I have two, I had two instances recently where I uh, had to call people up I was really mad at for various businesses, and I had my kids listen to the phone call. Just oh, nice. On, That's on, a good parenting. Well, I, I have to make sure I'm in the in right... theory. I have to make sure... Well, it, it was good, but I have to make sure I'm in the right frame of mind before I do it, because the yeah. point is, you know, I'm not going to yell at them, I'm not going to be mad at them, but I'm not going to let them get away with this either. Um, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, that seems like something something consumery like that you should learn in school. I think negotiations. Maybe negotiate. Maybe it's just negotiation. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. You even know, if even you could do a lot of good negotiation training in a single class day. Yeah. Nah, state capitals. Better just learn your state capitals again. Because you forgot them from fifth grade, now it's seventh grade. Let's learn them again. I'll let you go from the speeding ticket if you can tell me the capital of Florida. <laughs> Tallahassee, uh, by the way, because we were working on the southeast this week. Ha, I owe taxes in Vermont, and I don't know where to go. <laughs> I'm better at that than most people, I think, because I've traveled so much in the United States. But there are several capitals I thought, I couldn't have told you this no. for $1,000 with Not a, a gun to my head. No idea Frankfurt was the capital of Kentucky. Mm. Couldn't have told you that. Could not have. <laughs> and it has not hampered me, pretty certain, an iota in my adult life. Not really. My... So when your son says to you, why do I have to learn this, Dad? I got no answer. Other than it's a good way to practice memorization. Memorization is important. That's yeah. about the only thing I can come up with. I, I could argue there's something to knowing something about the, the many uh, places in this wonderful country. I don't mind learning the states yeah. and where they are. I okay. think there is value in that. All right. Capitals is worthless. Okay. 
It's pointless. <laughs> Albany. Okay, great. Whatever. It's a lovely town. The leaves change in the fall. Oh, they do, they do that everywhere. <laughs> what? Thought that was unique to Albany. Kids should be taught to use payday advances and slot machines to build their finances. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. <laughs>